there's a decade or so yeah. where the seductress really just yeah. gets put Dissipates. back in the closet. And you're like, mm-hmm. she, I right. don't know. She used right. to be cute, but. Yeah. yeah. I used to have a freak flag. But now <laughs> I don't remember how to fly it anymore. I need practice. The seductress, that's the visible, sensual, playful side of a woman. Okay. It's all, it, everybody's got it. But again, it might not be awake. So welcome to Bring Out the Best with Danielle Hage. This is our new podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Hage. Yes, I'm the daughter-in-law, Danielle. This is my mother-in-law, Danielle. One and L. <laughs> one L. I have two L's. And she is a pastor, speaker, and founder of Dynamic Traits. She has 40 years experience in marriage and family relationships. She's been married for 42 years to Steve Hage, who travels the world preaching the gospel, and together they pastor a church in Laguna Niguel, California. Like I said, this is our first podcast today. Mm-hmm. We're so excited. So excited. And we are going to talk about the arts of femininity, which include the three qualities of femininity. Yes. That's a lot. Let's <laughs> jump right is. in. Let's jump right in. <laughs> and I can't wait to learn right alongside everything you have to tell us today. Well, okay. So what I feel like we've lost something in the last... Oh, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years, because way back when, when women were at home, the men were out there in their masculine energy p- providing, and women that were at home, being them feminine, them, their fem- feminine selves, raising children, taking care of the home. And then women went to work, right? Probably in the 60s, after World War II, more and more women started working outside of the house when you're outside of the house working in careers and businesses you you automatically step into your masculine energy mm-hmm. so we've kind of lost the femininity that men crave in women men find it irresistible and let's be honest i mean the divorce rate these days in 2023 in the 2000s is way different yeah. way up compared to the 1950s and 1960s right. where i think we saw a statistic that said two and a half divorces in a thousand people yeah. in a thousand marriages yeah. and now it's like 56% of married people get divorced right that's awful you know nobody goes into marriage nobody says i do at the altar with thinking oh, this will last a couple of years in 10 years, I'll be doing this again. Nobody goes into marriage thinking that. You right. think this is forever. Right. I'm going to be married forever. All right. So I think a lot of that has to do with the masculine and feminine energy. I mean, there's lots of variables, but let's just start with mm-hmm. this one. A woman's true power comes in the form of her femininity. Right. Okay. So the more feminine she is, the more masculine the men in her life can be. Mm-hmm. So how do we get back to that? How do we get back to being our feminine selves, which is part of how we are created by God. So there's some really unique qualities that every woman possesses. Three that come to mind are the, I call it the seductress or the temptress or the sexy part of a woman. Mm -hmm. And then there's the nurture or the mommy part of a woman. And there's the queen. And men have, all of these parts of a woman evoke a predictable response in men. So we're going to find out how men respond to these parts yeah. of a woman and what these parts look like if they're not all developed or if they're underdeveloped, let's right. say. So the queen, she's the one that a man will lay his life down for. But a lot of women don't, they haven't found their expression of the queen, their queenliness. So they're not getting what they need from the men in their lives. And if you don't have that queen part developed, which I'll tell you what that is, she goes 
throughout her life without living with all the queen's advantages. And the queen has a lot of advantages. So we want to develop that side of us. So a woman doesn't automatically become a queen just because of a coming of age or right. after a certain time or a certain number of years married. Right. There's a development of the queen. So yes. a woman could live her life without developing the queen. Yeah. And it's not even a certain age because I know younger women that are just in their 30s. I think for some women, it's very natural yeah. because... and. Because the queen is very confident. Mm -hmm. She's very confident in herself. And so a lot of girls have not been raised with that kind of confidence or they've had some kind of hurt in the past or dysfunction or something that kind of robs them of their queenliness. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen young women who are, they just naturally walk in that. The right. queen is the one that where she walks into the room and she just commands respect. It's like she inspires respect. Mm -hmm. She There's an elegance about the queen. She's very, she's not insecure. She's very comfortable with who she is in her own skin. She's not perfect by any means, but she owns her flaws, her Do imperfections. Do you think that gets a little confused with, like you were saying, we're in a culture where a lot of women are working, where there's mm -hmm. two income households. Right. And so you do have women who are working and producing and they're the bosses right. and they're the leaders. Right. But is there a difference between that boss and that leader who's producing at work and what you're talking about, the art of femininity and developing the queen? Right. What's the right. difference between the two? I think when you're at work, and energy is all about production, producing the end result, getting things done. Feminine energy is about enhancing, enhancing mm, life, good. fixing up, making pretty. That's Making good. something beautiful, Leo, decorating something. So we both have both. Like every person, male and female, have a percentage of masculine energy and a percentage of femininity. Yep. Yep. It's just you're born with whatever or you've developed whatever depending on your environment. Single women that have been single their whole lives and ha don't have a man in their life, they've developed their masculine energy because they mm -hmm. had to. They have to fend for themselves. They've got to support themselves. Yeah. Women who maybe came right from the home and went right into marriage, maybe never had to really develop that masculine muscle because right. they've been taken care of. They've always been taken care of. I have a friend who we would bike together and she had been single for a lot of her life. And so we would meet in a parking lot with our bikes and she could take her tire off her bike, put it in the car, put it together. And I'd be like, how do you do that? Because I never had to do that. My husband does that for me. And she would look at me like, oh my gosh, like, do you know how to do anything? I'm like, well, not that because I had a man that I bike with that does all that. Yeah. And so we would laugh at how different we both were because it was natural for her to have that masculine energy, although she was completely feminine to look at. Like you wouldn't think, you know, it's not like she's being a man or anything, but she just knew how to do those kinds of things. So if we go back to Okay, so if you have that masculine energy developed, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, competency, yeah. independence, self-sufficiency, that stuff's all awesome for a woman, but it's not what a man needs from you. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be in a romantic relationship, you have to learn how to turn back into a woman after you get home from work. Okay, so what does that look like? You know, I've been a working mom, walks in the door to young children and just felt like I can't have another person touching right. me, texting me, needing something from me, but my job isn't done because I need to walk in the house and take care of my children, make dinner, bath time, homework, right. all of that. So what does that look like to transition into that right. feminine, feminine power? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the hard part. Yeah. That's part of the conflict in relationships today because yeah. so many women 
and men are there, like you said, a dual income household. Yeah. So there's like who picks up the slack? Right. Both people are working hard. Both people are t- right. are tired. And a woman, she clocks out from one job only to clock in to another job when she gets home. Mm-hmm. It's not like she gets to come home, put her feet up. We got to get the kids mm-hmm. fed and bathed and homework and pajamaed yeah. and put to bed. So women do need the support of their husbands. It's not like it was back in the 50s where women did all the kids stuff and men just Put on worked. your lipstick before he comes home. <laughs> right, exactly. And they were good at that. They knew how to yeah. do that. And really what women need to do is learn how to nurture their femininity, mm-hmm. to get it back alive. Because a lot of our femininity, we let it go to sleep after we get married. Mm-hmm. It's We're doing really good in the dating years right, when right. you're out there dating and flirting and yes, all that. Yes, I can't wait to talk about that one. after having <laughs> children, the married nurturer, the married mom, now she kind of lets that that seductress side of her, she kind of puts her to bed, but she needs to be revived. Okay. Mm-hmm. She needs to wake up because guess what? Even though a man, he's a man. And he, even though he loves you, he still needs his needs met. And what is it? Men think about sex every 1.2 seconds or something like that. <laughs> I mean, they think about it a lot, a lot more than women. And that's driven by testosterone, which men have mm-hmm. so much more than women do. So what I tell women is when you get home, of course, you have to take care of the children, but there needs to come a point where you can talk to your husband and say, okay, can you take this portion yeah. of the kids? I'm going to go take a hot bath. I want to get ready. I want to okay. get ready so that I can have some time with you because I'm tired. So whatever you need to do to make you feel feminine, mm-hmm. to make you feel sexy, yeah. it could be putting on lipstick. It could be putting on some pretty lingerie, having a glass of wine, sitting in the tub, lighting a candle putting on music, whatever it takes. For everybody, it's a little bit different. So you just need to decide, what do I need so that I can be the best for him? And I think any healthy man that wants to bring the best out of his wife is going to do whatever he needs right. to do that so that she can have that time to mm-hmm. transition, to zone out a little bit before bedtime comes. Yeah. Okay. So you touched on it just for a moment, okay. but another form of femininity is the seductress. Yes. So, so this, let's talk about that because I think as a woman who was obviously single before getting married, right. you know, that is alive, alive and, and well. And then yes. you go into these years of having children and babies right. and all the things that comes with right. that. So there's a decade or so yeah. where the seductress really just yeah. gets put Dissipates. back in the closet and you're like, mm-hmm. is she? I right. don't know. She used right. to be but, cute, but. Yeah. yeah. I used to have a freak flag, but now I, I don't remember how to fly it anymore. I need practice. So, you know, the seductress, that's the physical, sensual, playful side of a woman. Okay. It's all, it, everybody's got it. But again, it might not be awake. The way that a man responds to the seductress is he wants to get in her pants. He wants to have sex with her. He's not going to fall in love with the seductress. He's not going to marry her. He's not going to commit to her. He really just wants to have fun with her and wants to have sex with her. Okay, that's one quality of femininity. Mm -hmm. And then there's the nurture. Okay, this is the mother side Mm -hmm. of every woman. And the way that a man responds to the nurture is he's warmed, he's consoled, he feels that unconditional love. He's nurtured. You know, she has nurturing qualities. He gets fed. She's like a good restaurant. You know, he gets fed. Mm -hmm. And then there's the queen. The way that a man responds to the queen is he he respects her. 
He wants to buy her presents. He mm -hmm. wants to make her dreams come true. He will bend over backwards to do whatever he can do yeah. to make her happy and to see her vision or her dream in her life come, come true. And remember, the queen is a part of a woman that a man will fight for. He'll lay his life down for the queen. So that's why the queen part is so important to have developed because it's, you know, for the queen, a man's not buying her appliances. He's not buying her vacuum cleaners. He's buying the queen jewelry and perfume and taking her on nice trips. You know, he wants to do for her. So if you are all seductress and you have no nurture developed, then you're, he's going to adore you the way that a man responds to that. He'll adore you, but he's not going to be renewed or refreshed by you because you can't meet his domestic needs. If there's no nurture, no mommy in there, yeah. he's not going to get those this nurturing needs met. With no yeah. nurture. The seductress yeah. without the nurture. So she's just kind of a plaything. Exactly. Yeah. And if she's all date. seductress with no queen, mm -hmm. well, she's going to feel used and taken advantage of because she has no boundaries. Right. The, the queen has very, she's got, she knows how to implement boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. She, she has strong she boundaries. Mm -hmm. But the seductress, she doesn't have a lot of boundaries because yeah. she's kind of just a toy, a yeah. plaything for a man. Mm -hmm. um, so in all, again, all of us have all three, but you just, depending on which one you need to pull out, depending on the environment that you're in. Right. Okay. So if you have the nurturer, yeah. okay, this is the mommy and there's no seductress developed, then she's going to, she's going to be like a friend. She, a man will respond to her like a friend. She's a nurturer. She's kind. She's, um, she shows unconditional love. She puts their interests Caregiver. before her own, mm -hmm. but there's not going to be any sex or any play. So he'll be her friend, yeah. but he's not going to be interested in her physically. If she's all nurture and no queen, she's going to be exhausted. Okay. She's going to be tired. She's going to be a drama queen because she doesn't have the boundaries. She's running around taking care of everybody else's yeah. needs, yeah. taking care of the kids, yeah. taking care of the home, taking care of the husband, but she's not taking any time for herself. And that is so important. You know, when I got married, I remember older women around me said, make sure that you always look your best. Like you always take time mm -hmm. to take care of yourself. And I think it was back in the old days in the 50s, you know, we see movies like Leave it to Beaver and yeah. stuff where men would come home and the women would be in their curlers, the big curlers right. and stuff. And I remember women telling me, you always want to look your best, especially for your husband. Don't start taking your relationship for granted, where you never put on makeup. You're always in your, your sweats. He never sees the outline <laughs> of your body. Okay. Oh my gosh, yes. we just had this conversation. I feel like I live in my workout, yeah, workout gear clothes. and hair back yes. every day. Yeah, yeah. And then if you take the, let's see, did we do all three of them? Then nurture without the queen. nurture without, so the, queen. Nurture without oh, the queen. If you take the queen, now let's say you have that queen going on, but there's no seductress. Well, no, no man is going to be really attracted to you sexually. He'll respect that you have vision and leadership, but there's no sex, no play, no fun, no bantering, no flirting. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you are the queen and you have no nurture developed, then you're going to come across old again. He'll respect you, but you're not going to be adored. You're not going to be, he, there's no warmth. There's no grace if there's no nurture because mm -hmm. she's the one that provides that. Yeah. So the queen with no nurture is kind of like off with your head. Like she's tough. <laughs> she's strong. She's calculated. And that's not all that sexy. Okay. So again, all three are very important. Okay. What else? Where do you want to so, go from here? Well, I just want to, we go through seasons where one is more prominent yes. than another. 
And if you're coming into a season or coming out of a season where I'm just going to use the example of, again, having kids, being at home, being mom, maybe working, maybe not working. You've had this season where the nurturer is the prominent one. Right. And you've had years where that it you are in sweatpants or you are in right. clothes where you could quick nurse a baby or change a diaper. Right. How do you work on that in your relationship? How do you bring the queen back alive, the seductress back right. alive, knowing that you didn't ruin the last few right. years of your marriage relationship, but you can you can nurture those feminine powers yeah. and bring them back alive and spark Date something night. new. Date okay. night. Okay. Because yes, the kids have to be taken care of. And yeah, you're not going to be running around in a mini skirt and heels when you're at home taking care of the yeah. children. Yeah. But I tell every young couple, and I think this is so important, and my husband and I always did this, even when our kids were young. You need to set aside, make a budget for date night, okay? Mm -hmm. Pay a babysitter, and you need to go out. doesn't have to be an expensive date. It could be going for a walk in the park, a walk on the beach, going to the mall and shopping together, or going to Target together. Just mm -hmm. doing something where you guys are in each other's faces, where there's no children around, no outside interferences, and you can look in each other's eyes. You can have a meal together and talk to each other. Don't talk about kids. Don't talk about work. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. What's going on with you? Is everything okay? Right. You know, wh where are you emotionally? What's your mental state? And how can I be a support to you? And you do this with each other. You just, it's important to take that time together. You don't want, again, take to take your marriage for granted. You know, the enemy hates marriage. And he is out to destroy marriage. And he's do not doing a bad job with 56% yeah, 56 right. divorce rate. Right. I think people these days, they're just throwing the towel in mm -hmm. too quick. It's, they're, it's too easy to give up. And divorce is the one option that people just throw out there and go to if things aren't going right between right. you and your husband. But a lot of times, if you can get past those stages, the hard stages, because there's some hard stages yeah. in marriage. And if you can just wait it out, and get past those hurdles, your love, that feeling, that passion gets reignited. And, and it comes back. And let's face it, love, passion, it comes and it goes. You know, yeah. when you fall in love <laughs> and you're in that euphoric state of being and you just are on top of the world, that lasts for three, six months. If you're lucky, maybe a year. And then it comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. passion fades and it gets reunited, reignited. And then you have to do things to bring it alive. To bring the seductress, the sexy yeah. part of life. Like I said, get pretty. <laughs> so I think get it's so lingerie. funny. My husband and I, your son and I, just <laughs> recently had a conversation about what counts as date night. Because he's really good about, he's on his way home. And it might be later in the afternoon, yeah. not too late into the evening. And our kids are now at an age where we can leave them home for a little while by themselves yeah. if we're in the neighborhood or close right. to the neighborhood. So he'll say, hey, why don't I pick you up and let's go grab a coffee? And it'll just be the two of us and we'll go grab a coffee or we'll run to the grocery store together and talk about what we're going to make for dinner that night. And I got to a point where I said, I just need a date night. I need a night out. Right. I need to have the kids taken care of, all these things you're right. talking about. And he was mind blown. Like we we have been dating like so even just having the conversation of what counts like right. he was thinking all these We're coffee dates alone time counted as yeah. the time together which 
I needed that awareness yeah. too. Like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm very appreciative. Yeah. I do like this time together. But I also had to identify for me a date night. What fills my tank is being able to have the time to get my hair done right. or do my hair, do my makeup, right. look cute, put on something nice. Where you, you know, these coffee cute. dates. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes my hair's back. Right. I don't have any makeup on. I'm just in my clothes throughout the day and and I just don't, I don't feel like I've gotten ready. I've gotten pretty. Right. I don't feel as feminine as right. when I, you know, what I qualify as a date night. So right. we just had to right. have that conversation. Yeah, and get clear. What counts, what exactly. truly counts. Exactly, that's so good. And each serves its own purpose. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think some couples, when they don't talk about it, they're missing each other. Like Absolutely. he's thinking we're having alone oh time at the grocery store. This is great, one-on-one. And you're yeah. thinking, when was the last time we had a romantic date? Well, in his uh, way of showing me love is by acts of service because that's his love language. And yeah. for me, it's quality time. So I'll get to that point again where it bubbles up in right. me and flustered. And I just did, I just say that day night. Yeah, I just need that quality time. And he's yeah. like, but I've done this and I've done this and I got your car wash. And I filled it up with gas. And I'm like, those are all acts of service. Great. I just don't say Thank I love you. you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. But that doesn't make me want to like right. the seductress to right. come out. Bed you down. <laughs> Yeah. One of the hardest things for women to ask for is for her man to plan a romantic date. Mm -hmm. Because in a woman's mind, if he loves me and cherishes me and cares about me, he will automatically know that I need a romantic date. And so women don't want to ask for it. And I'll tell you guys, if you want to win points with your girl, you get the babysitter. You make the reservation. You surprise her. I'm taking you somewhere. Get dressed up. I'm not even going to tell you where. We're going to go somewhere. That stuff is exciting for a woman. The fact that she didn't have to plan it all out yeah. and he did that, that is awesome well, for a girl. I also think, and maybe this has something to do with the feminine powers, but it helps us feel like we deserve it. I think so much of having children at home and being a wife is thinking, I don't, it's fine. It's fine. I've got this. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's too much of the nurture. I'll take care of everybody else. Right. You put your needs aside. Take care of myself last. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. deserve that. It's okay. I'm fine. Right. I'll keep going and just kind of keep, you know, keep on keeping on. And I think you can do that for a certain Mm -hmm. amount of time. And there are times where we have to push down what we want and we have to be selfless. Having children brings out the selflessness or having children shows you how selfish yeah, You really yeah. are, right? right. And there are times where we have to push down what we want and what mm-hmm. we need. But for a certain amount of time, that can't go on forever. Yeah. Or like you said, it's going to bubble up inside of you right. and then it's going to rear its ugly head and it's not going to be pretty. Right. It's going right. to come out in a way where you're angry or you're resentful yeah. or you start getting nitpicky or yeah. blaming and, you know, all yeah. the ugly stuff that we hate in relationships. Yeah. And that's why it's mm-hmm. so important to make sure I'm okay. I'm okay emotionally, I'm okay physically, I'm okay spiritually. Yeah. Okay, so to just wrap everything up today, we've talked a lot about the three feminine powers. And can you just for us what that well-developed queen looks like? You know, (laughs) the queen really, I guess she would be the goal and to have everything developed. But again, it's never going to be perfect. I mean, and we're going to go in and out of seasons. But remember, the queen is the spiritual side Mm -hmm. of the woman. It's our true identity. It's who God created us to be. The queen, she's not insecure. She trusts God. She doesn't put man as her God. She knows who her God is. Um, She's secure in herself. She's comfortable Mm -hmm. with who she is her flaws, her imperfections, Mm -hmm. all of it. And so I think just being aware is 90% of the 
the issue just because what we become aware of, it happens naturally. We start bringing these things into our lives naturally just because, oh yeah, there's that side of me. I have the nurture side, the sexy side. I want all of it. I want the queen side. I want all of it. I love what you said earlier too, like they want to enhance. Yes. Each one of those powers. Right. A femininity wants to enhance. Yes. To beautify, to make pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like feminine energy. A lot of people express it through music, through dance, through art. It could be expressed through gardening, through decorating, through designing. It's to make, to fix up something and make it look even better. That's good. Okay. Well, what a wealth of information today. Is there any last few pointers you just want to give the women or the men who are out there watching? Okay. Let me just say this because we didn't talk about this, but it just kind of popped into my head. The married nurturer, when it comes to sex, a lot of times the married nurturer, because the weight gain, the breastfeeding, the babies. Maybe now she, her, she's five or 10 pounds overweight. She hasn't lost her baby weight or maybe there's cellulite and now there's wrinkles or stretch marks. <laughs> and so she starts feeling not sexy. So yeah. that's one of the reasons the little seductress gets put away because she doesn't feel herself. She doesn't feel like that sexy temptress the way she was when they, she was dating the man she was going to marry. So she doesn't put out the cues that she wants to have sex, yeah. that she's willing. And that's why the cool thing about, and I love telling women this, the cool thing about a man's a man being so single focused is he doesn't see all that. When he comes into the room yeah. and you're dressed in some sexy lingerie or naked, all he sees is your naked body. You, I, I mean, you've told me that. over and over again, I've heard you tell my sister-in-laws is too. never point, point out your flaws to a man. Don't. And I've told my girlfriends that Good. like, Good. don't talk about the cellulite. Don't right. talk about because he, he's not focused on that. Isn't yeah. that awesome? All he sees is this naked body that he can't wait to take advantage of. He's not, you know, like turn over. Let me see if there's any cellulite. But what do women do? Oh, honey, is this unattractive? Do I look fat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, look at this stress mark. Don't ever do that because now you just made him focus yeah. on what is focus. not pretty. And you don't want him to see the unpretty parts. We are so much harder on ourselves than yeah. men will ever be. Right. Okay. They see a naked body. They want to make love to it. That's so it. no matter what, we just need to get out of our own head. That's right. Get into our feminine body. Yes. Make ourselves feel good. If you feel sexy, you'll be that'll sexy. That'll attract him. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, yes. So you decide how you want to be and what you want him to see. And you be that. And you will be that. That's what he will see. And it's probably a whole nother episode, so we won't get into it today, but you mentioned it, like you giving out the cues, like I'm yeah. ready. I want to right. initiate or engage in, right. in having sex, but that's probably a whole nother we probably could talk episode. <laughs> yes. And all of that. Okay. That all was right. a lot today. Yes. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode today on YouTube, make sure you like us down below. It also helps us if you leave comments or if you have any questions, make sure you comment down below too. We will see and answer as much as we can, and we will bring episodes to you as often as we can. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when a new episode is out. And make sure you check out Danielle on Instagram and Facebook at Danielle Hage. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-E-H-A-G-E.